Welcome to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. During the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a leading business advisor and two-time best-selling author, will cover topics that will help business owners run their companies more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And um, this week, we're going to talk tackle a subject, I'll be honest with you, that I have struggled with at different points in my entrepreneurial career. So, uh, And I know I've spoken with other fellow entrepreneurs, business owners, et cetera, and, uh, and they've, it's been consistent. Um, and so this week, we're going to talk about things like, you know, having goals that you just never seem to accomplish. What, what's behind that? Why do you procrastinate certain goals, even goals that are super important to you? Um, why does that happen? And so uh, what I did was I went out and found someone who is an absolute expert in, in this type of area. Uh, so this week we're going to talk with Matthew Ferry, who is a spiritual teacher, best-selling author, songwriter, and producer. Guy's got a lot of hats. Um, he's advisor, advisor to ultra-successful uh, um, folks. He's a, like I said, a songwriter and music producer. Sorry, getting tongue-tied there. Uh, for the last 26 years, he has coached thousands of top performers to achieve what he calls enlightened prosperity. Now that sounds pretty good to me. I don't know about you guys. So we're going to talk uh, more about that with him. He's the author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life, which is an Amazon self-help and spirituality bestseller in the U.S., Canada, Australia, and Japan. And he's coming to us from, um, I assume, because it always is, sunny Southern California. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Matthew. Well, thank you so much, Ken. And and uh, I wish that I could report that it was always sunny. I'm actually up in at our mountain house now, and it's uh, nice and and blustery and cold. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we actually have sun here in Central Ohio, and at this time of year, having sun in Central Ohio is—I uh, don't want to say it's rare, but uh, it's 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 a very welcome sight. I'll say. <laughs> it's a bi- it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, speaking of being enlightened. Um, gosh, it just, you know, the difference it makes, I mean, I know just the, you know, I went outside with the dog a little bit ago and was, you know, soaking in some vitamin D there, uh, because it's so nice out and it just makes it just, you know, mood lifting, uh, you know, absolutely changes your, my mindset and all that kind of stuff. So I try to get outside whenever I can sneak out in between here and there. So, so Matthew, why don't we get started? Tell us a little bit about your, your entrepreneurial journey. What's, what's led you to be where you're at now? I think for me, I was confronted by an impossible problem when I was nine years old. Uh, and, the, and the problem was, how do you maintain peace, joy, and flow in a world that is filled with conflict, anger, and strife? And I was having these profound experiences. I felt like I was floating above my body. The peace was ridiculous. It was absolute. And it didn't last. I would get back into my body, and suddenly I was in this stress-filled uh, you know, anxiety state. And so I've spent my life creating a system to stay in that peace, no matter how chaotic the world gets. In fact, for the last 26 years, I've worked in various different kinds of coaching and consulting processes. I've coached thousands of top performers to achieve what I call enlightened prosperity. It's essentially, how do you stay in that state where you know that all is well, and you're kicking ass and doing well. How do you how do you how do you balance those two things? And today, I can help anyone 
feel a profound state of peace using my street tested methodology called the rapid alignment process. And, and all of my businesses sort of center around the ideas of living a peaceful life, but doing it well and living a great life. Yeah. And I think that's fantastic. And I think it's something that, you know, I know our listeners are going to love because, you know, as we talk about it all the time on the show, it's just inevitable that the entrepreneurial journey is, it has inevitable ups and downs, you know, bumps in the road, uh, curveballs thrown at you. So, it, you know, again, as I mentioned, I, I've struggled with it sometimes myself. I shouldn't say struggle, but I've, I've had that challenge uh, myself. And I, I consider myself to be a pretty strong mental, mentally, you know, person and being able to snap out of those things. And I have been, I've been successful in doing that, but, but boy, I'll tell you for, for me, it was an eye opener. And even talking with some of the folks that I mentioned, it just seems to be a very common that uh, throughout the years, Matthew. Uh, unfortunately, you cut out on those last two things. So uh, I think what you're asking is, is it is it pretty common for the entrepreneur to go up and down and all around and experience those uh, stressful anxiety straight states uh, followed by incredible highs and, oh, my God, it's working and this is so exciting. And I think the answer is yes. And I don't think that that goes away when you when you develop your quiet mind because when you have a quiet mind you're in the present moment and that means that you are free from the stress the worry the concern and that's a big deal because according to the american institute of stress 73 percent of americans say that they deal with psychological stress on a regular basis and let's be honest with this pandemic and and the uh, the financial crisis and the, the um, you know, the liberty crisis and on and on and on, you know, it, it's been creating a lot of stress for people and you end up making bad decisions and you don't think clearly and you're not easy to be around and your creativity is demand, diminished and, and your energy is zapped. So learning to quiet your mind to smooth some of that out is extremely valuable. No, absolutely. Yeah. And I, and I get that. I mean, I, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, stress and, and curveballs in life are, are going to be consistent, <laughs> regardless of how successful you are, how well you plan, things like that, as you mentioned. And what I would say, Matthew, being a numbers guy, especially, you know, 73% of people say they regularly experience that. I would say that sounds to me almost like 27% of people may, maybe are being a little bit untruthful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially these days. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. think about the last, you know, the last year or so with the pandemic. Holy cow. I mean, you know, and I, I'm sure you, you're well, much more in tune to this than I am. But I've seen the articles about, you know, the the impact that it's had. Forget the financial impact for a second and just think of the mental health impact it's had on people of all ages. I mean, and kids, you know, we've got three girls and the kids having to do virtual learning and not being able to see their friends and the socialization that goes along with that. Um, you know, the, the toll it's taken on mental health, I mean, it's just tremendous. Unfortunately, we spend a, a lot of time teaching people how to do well in, in terms of their uh, success in life, uh, but we don't teach them how to be well. And so our children, of course, are, are experiencing the volatility and the uncertainty that this virus has created. And unless we, the parents have done our own homework to understand how to be at peace inside of the chaos of the world. It's very difficult to teach them. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, speaking of that, a decent segue to into, um, you know, with the financial situation we've got going on, you know, we talk about it all the time on the show, but 
you know, if you got, if the listeners out there, if you lack the cash flow you need to expand your business, but you, maybe you don't meet the qualifications of a traditional bank loan, you should consider invoice financing with Porter Capital. They can help you get the working capital you need when you need it. You can visit a really good team there. Visit portercap.com forward slash Mr. Biz, and uh, you can get on the phone with them or apply for a free quote today. So for those out there struggling with cash flow issues, that is definitely an option out there to uh, uh, another quiver in your, uh, or I'm sorry, error in your quiver. Jeez, I'm getting all tongue-tied today. So again, this week we're talking with Matthew Ferry. Who, and we're, we're the third segment, he's going to walk us through. He mentioned it and he alluded to a little bit. We're going to walk through and he's going to tell us a little bit about his rapid enlightenment process so we can achieve profound states of happiness and success in life. And you can find out more about what Matthew's, uh, his programs and what he has going on, his books, et cetera, at MatthewFerry.com. That's MatthewFerry.com. We're going to hit a break here and we're going to come back, give the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And we'll continue talking with this week's guest, Matthew Ferry. Business owners have a continually growing to-do list with little time for revenue-producing activities. With Check Off Your List and their experienced team of virtual assistants, you can focus on growing your business. Visit checkoffyourlist.com to learn how Check Off Your List's skilled team can handle your day-to-day tasks like social media, bookkeeping, calendar maintenance, and much more. Contact Check Off Your List at checkoffyourlist.com or call 888-262-1249 to see how their virtual assistants can help you live to work rather than work to live. Thank you for listening to Mr. Biz Radio. Did you know our show airs seven days a week for more than 30 hours now? If you are in the B2B space and would like to reach thousands of business owners every week, including our more than 250,000 social media followers, our thousands of daily internet radio listeners, our email list fans, and Mr. Biz Solutions members, email us at info at MrBizSolutions.com to become a sponsor. Tap into Mr. Biz Nation to help grow your business. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. It's time for the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And this week, we have a quote from a former guest and a friend of the show, Mr. Brandon Dawson, if you guys remember. Um, he's a scaling expert, super successful guy. Um, and I love this quote by him. He says, what you think is what you say, what you say is what you do, and what you do becomes your legacy. Uh, take, a, take a minute to digest that a little bit. It's, uh, it's one of those, uh, it takes a second to kind of go through each line and figure, uh, figure it out. But uh, very uh, moving uh, quote there. I really like it and uh, appreciate Brandon being on the show in the past. But this week, as I mentioned before, we're talking with Mr. Matthew Ferry. You can find out more at MatthewFerry.com. And so let's let's dig into this a little bit, Matthew. So what what are some of the hidden causes behind having, you know, failing at goals and things like that? That's a great question. You know, traditional goal setting is based on a survival response. If you really get honest about your goals, you've you've set these goals in the past because they assume that something needs to change in order for you to be better for you to live better, to have a better life, to feel better. In other words, the goals that we set assume that your life is not perfect exactly as it is, no change necessary. But you can't thrive using survival tactics. That's like getting angry at people who aren't happy. Anger won't create happiness. So if you don't learn how to hold the context 
that all is well in your life and then build your goals on top of that assumption that nothing actually needs to change. I just want it to change. I just, I'd like to, I'm inspired. It's interesting. If you don't learn to hold that context at all as well, then every single goal you set will be experienced as what I call the treadmill from hell. You literally set some version of the same goal over and over and over and over and over. Lose weight, make more money, save money, start to invest in the future, better relationships, change your career. That traditional goal setting process, when it is designed to fix something, creates a never ending loop of pretty happy but still unsatisfied with how things are. The key is to become satisfied and then set your goals from there. Interesting. Yeah, no, that, that's very interesting. I, I've heard, um, I'm trying to think who it was talked about it. And he, one of his sort of um, axioms around people not setting or not achieving goals, um, a little bit of a tangent of what you're talking about, but he talks about that when people set goals, they don't set them big enough. Um, and he said, what happens in, in his mind is that you, the goal isn't big enough. So in your mind, as you start to visualize what your life would be like, once you accomplish that goal, it's not altering enough. It doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's not a big enough goal. It doesn't make your life, uh, um, uh, measurably better, not enough to make you stay focused and, and you know, achieve those goals. So, um, I think it's an interesting kind of a, a diversion between those two. You know, what are some of the reasons for that? Why, why do people procrastinate? Again, I know I've got, I've had this happen with me, you know, um, even some important goals that I have for whatever reason, I procrastinate them and I don't, you know, I don't give them the attention they need. I find that most of the time when we're procrastinating, there is some underlying agenda or opposing intention that we haven't distinguished. And it usually is some kind of survival thing. I'll give you an example of a client that I have right now. She's an incredibly powerful woman and she's been an entrepreneur and business owner for, for most of her life. She's you know probably 40 something at this moment and she's stuck. She's making a transition from uh, a service-based business to a, a passive-based business. And in this process, she's finding herself hiccuping and stopping and, and, uh, and not following through. And ultimately what we discerned, what we discerned using the rapid enlightenment process is that underneath she had an opposing intention. On one side, she wanted to prove that women are powerful and that they deserve to be successful. They deserve a seat at the table. On the other side, she was experiencing this need of like, why am I not being taken care of by my man? And how come I have to make all this money? And those two things were literally ripping her apart and causing her to malfunction and not move forward. Now, men have similar things. We all have these opposing intentions. And unless you're able to get your mind to get to go quiet, you're not going to Take the time. You won't be able to see it. It's just like you're running, 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 running. I got to fix this. That's broken. I need to take care of this. And, and we're distracted. We're distracted by routine matters. We're distracted by our, our urgent matters. We're distracted by fixing things. But ultimately, to get connected to our true intentions, we've got to learn to get the mind to quiet down. Would you say, uh, Matthew, that's the most common uh, you know, I guess problem that you fix with clients? The most common problem that I fix with clients uh, is 
the is the recontextualization that there's anything broken at all it is it is the the recognition that all is well enlightenment for example enlightenment is the recognition that the source of life for you is the source of life for everyone and everything that we're all essentially just one thing there's these there's these base elements that are self-assembling into everything that we are therefore nothing that you see or experience is imperfect imperfectness itself is a a, a method of survival the only problem is Ken, we're not trying to survive. If we're entrepreneurs and business owners, we're not trying to survive. We're trying to create something, trying to make something, trying to trying to, to take things to the next level, to improve. We are, as entrepreneurs, evolution evolving. There's nothing to fix. So applying the survival methodology to your situation actually causes you to malfunction. Well, it, it leads me into my next question. This will be interesting. I'm going to be very uh, curious to hear your perspective. How do you define success? I would say for me personally, mm -hmm. yeah. success is the recognition that all is well and the prevailing state of peace that follows that, which then leads me to a, a natural inspiration, creativity, resourcefulness, chutzpah, the success that I am, am constantly uh, bringing myself back to is a free state, free from concern, worry, doubt, fear, uncertainty. And Ken, by no means should you listen to me like uh, I'm 100% there. That's, that, that's inaccurate. I'm like you. I'm in life doing it. And when you're in life doing it, there's all kinds of conflict. But the success that, that I work with my clients to achieve is the recognition that all is well. There's nothing that you need to do. Everything you say you need to do, you want to do. But the moment you need to do it, you inaccurately assess the situation like it's important or it's valuable, and it's not. Interesting, that's very interesting. Man, I'm telling you, you're opening my eyes to a lot of things here. I'm sure uh, guys out there, go out to MatthewFerry.com, learn more about the different things and how Matthew may be able to help you, the different programs he has, his books, etc. And speaking of being concerned and having stress, <laughs> are you tired of waiting 60 plus days for customers to pay invoices? If so, invoice financing through Porter Capital can provide cash flow help in as little as 24 hours. To get the working capital you need when you need it, visit portercap.com forward slash Mr. Biz to apply for a free quote today. All right, come back after the break. We're going to talk about the rapid enlightenment process. Are you looking for ways to streamline your business? If so, Pulse can help. Pulse is a CRM and marketing automation platform with many features, such as email and text message marketing, project boards, quoting and invoicing, and so much more. If you're a franchise, we also have a franchise-specific version with robust franchise management capabilities. Request your demo today at thepulsespot.com. Again, that's thepulse, P-U-L-S-E, spot.com. If you find listening to Mr. Biz Radio is helpful, imagine having live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also five other trusted business experts. It's true. 
you can have live access to your very own CFO, plus a business attorney, a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn more. Join Mr. Biz Nation at MrBizSolutions.com. To submit questions to the show, email them to info at MrBizSolutions.com. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right, welcome back to the show. We're talking this week again with Matthew Ferry. At Ma I mean, you can find, learn more at MatthewFerry.com. And so I'll tell you, I've been waiting the whole entire show. Not that the first two segments haven't been fantastic, but they've even whetted my appetite even more for what we're going to talk about in this last segment. And that is Matthew has a rapid enlightenment process. So when you find yourself in this, you know, this gobbledygook um, that we've been talking about, how do you get to that free state? How do you get to where you can, you know, have profound states of happiness and success? So, Matthew, walk us through, um, you know, I, we, I know, you could probably talk about this for days. We, unfortunately, we only have about eight minutes left, but walk us through your, uh, your rapid enlightenment process. Well, I want to start with this idea. I, you know, I cut my teeth on top performers, people who were making six, seven, eight figures a year. And here they were uh, succeeding and achieving, and yet they were still stressed, angry, upset, volatile, miserable, lonely, et cetera. They were, they were, they had eight figures coming in and they felt like, well, someday I'm going to finally achieve success. And of course that's completely preposterous and irrational. And yet it's extremely common. The rapid enlightenment process is a proven four-step process to get your mind to quiet down. So you stop being so worried and stressed out and you can focus on taking action on the things that really matter to you and doing it in a way that is peaceful and flowing. So there turns out there's four steps. Now, you know, I've been working on this, Ken, for 26 years now. And the first part of my process was recognizing my mind is not my friend. <laughs> I, I started to realize there's this insane thing just constantly antagonizing me, judging me, telling me about how things are going to go wrong. And ultimately, I named that the drunk monkey. And that drunk monkey is just all of the negative chatter in your head. But by naming it, you make it easier to disassociate from it. So that's step one. Step two is to recognize that the drunk monkey has a motivation. Because I worked for years on getting the drunk monkey to shut up. And I couldn't do it. I would get it to quiet down. And then it would come back again. And I realized there was some underlying motivation that was spurring the mind on to talk. And it turns out that that drunk monkey in your head is just a survival system. It's like a GPS on your phone, except it only has one outcome, stay alive. And it thinks that it needs to constantly move you away from pain and move you towards pleasure. And there are motivations that it has. And when you identify the motivations, suddenly you let them go. So I call these hidden motives to survive greed grudge hatred victim illogical rules humble traitor victim pride and lazy when any of those things are present your mind talks so that's step two those are both awareness then you go to the third step which is an active process and that is to practice what i call enlightened perspectives i became fascinated in 1999 with a, a man named Dr. David Hawkins. He did, a, he did some work 
to understand the relationship between your physiology and your consciousness. He used something called applied kinesiology, more commonly known as muscle testing. Mm -hmm. And it turns out that there are certain words or phrases or context or perspectives that are very strengthening to a person's physiology, their body. Whereas there's other words and phrases and, and ideas that are weakening to you. So when you start to connect with these enlightened perspectives, statements that fundamentally strengthen you and assume that all is well in life, everything changes. Your, your mind quiets down because you're in a safe place. So that's number three. That's chapter nine in my book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life, is a series of enlightened perspectives that you can practice and adopt. And then step four is to actually do that on purpose with everything in your life. It's called recontextualization. And this is the skill of shifting your perspective from a survival-based framework that creates stress to an enlightened-based framework, which creates peace. So there are two awareness processes, and then there are two active processes. And when you're combining those four things on your entrepreneurial journey, your skills, your resources, your creativity, your personal power, your ability to communicate and connect with people is exponentially enhanced because you're not freaking out and diminishing yourself with your own negativity. Very, again, I, I sound like a broken record here, but this is absolutely, this is fascinating to me because as you're talking and I'm scribbling notes feverishly, um, you know, my drunk monkey visits me often. I'm, I'm, I'm I guess, uh, not happy to say. <laughs> and I think, um, it, it, and maybe you could shed some light on this. And is it because, do you find that people you work with, the clients, et cetera, and you've worked with over the last 26 years, is it people that are more ambitious or, you know, generally higher achievers that maybe have a louder drunk monkey or a more omnipresent uh, drunk monkey? Because I find that, you know, I think with myself, at least I have a, I have very high standards for myself, um, way I care myself in my business, the way I tackle everything in life as a husband, as a father, as a son, as a brother, et cetera. And so I have very high standards for myself. And it seems as you were talking, I'm thinking, I wonder if that's part of the reason that my drunk monkey is drunk so often. <laughs> <laughs> Loves drinking. Yes. Uh, I, I can, I don't. Uh, so I'll, I'll say it in this way. I've spent a lot of time with people who aren't success driven and their drunk monkeys are just as loud. It's just that the success driven person like yourself and myself or my clients on Wall Street, I do a tremendous amount of work on Wall Street and in real estate investing and real estate um, sales professionals. These, these driven individuals, I think, are more disturbed by their drunk monkey because it's so apparent in your objective orientation, right? It's like, I am going after this objective and then here comes the drunk monkey swinging out of the jungle, <laughs> distracting me, telling me I'm wrong, telling me that isn't going to work. That person's stupid. Why don't they believe me? Right? All of those things, they, it, it becomes very contrasting. It's like, I'm trying to do this. And then I have this thing in my head, which is blocking me. And so for me, that was part of what was happening. Like, how did I stumble upon this idea? Well, it, it was the constant nagging. It's like, I'm trying to get this thing done and I'm getting distracted by this thing in my head. And, and I started to call it the drunk monkey. That really, really helped. 
Yeah, no, well, that'll stick in my head, and I'll I'll probably argue with my drunk monkey probably even later today. I, I would. I would highly <laughs> recommend it. I would also pet your head. Oh, <laughs> drunk monkey, I know. You're so scared. <laughs> oh, my, my wife and uh, kids will think I'm even crazier than they think I am now. Um, <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur, you're crazy. It's yeah. certifiable. Yeah, that's that's probably true. That's probably true. Yeah, we, we sign up for this journey. Uh, well, look, Matthew, how can people learn more about, other than going to your website, um, how can people learn more about what you do and how you can help folks? I have an awesome free app that they can download that will take them through a bunch of different processes and help them to get their mind to quiet down. So if they just search my name on the app store, Matthew Ferry, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-F-E-R-R-Y, they'll find my app and they'll find all kinds of goodies to help them to get their mind to quiet down. Well, I'll tell you, I, no, no, no kidding whatsoever. I will definitely download that app because uh, I need to. I, I really feel like often that my drunk monkey does hold me back um, because I'm, you know, constantly. I guess you know, as you mentioned, kind of judging myself and and getting upset with myself when I fall short or things like that. So I think this is this show. I, I'll tell you, I've, I've taken a lot from it. I really appreciate you coming on, Matthew. Um, anything else? Uh, parting words for any, for everyone. Today, would you just practice total and complete acceptance of all situations, all people, including yourself, and just see what happens when you just accept the situation as it is? Love it. Love it. And yes, I will do that. I will do that. Well, again, we've been talking this week with Matthew Ferry. You can check out more at MatthewFerry.com. Check out his book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our show sponsor, Porter Capital. Have a great week. And don't forget, as always, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.